okay, to to really like um to say this is surreal for me would be a bit of an understatement. I think um I feel like I've 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 thought of this so many different times uh, between so many different ideas and things. So many different ways. It's kind of like I'm here. But like in a, in, a, in a different space and time, you know what I mean? I do. I'm extremely excited that uh, you really decided to not only um, support me and push me on, on another one of my <laughs> crazy ideas, but like you're sitting across from me and I wouldn't rather anybody else on the first episode of something so major for me. Thank you for having so me you. and yeah. involving me. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you back. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm super excited. I'm like looking at your little baby face on this <laughs> picture and it's like, holy crap, who would have thought? But yeah. Right. Thank right. you. Thank you for involving me. It's awesome. Um, So yeah, here we are. Uh, I'd like to say first and foremost to uh, my audience that um, this isn't uh, a fluke. Uh, a fluke is the most common fish in the sea. And this is probably one of the most ballsy things that I've decided to do. And I've done, you know, quite a few of those things. So to to have put this together, and this was a very big project, this was about six months straight of planning and piecing things together and writing episodes. Because I'm, of course, a writer, first and foremost. <laughs> you uh, definitely are. I am. I, I am. Had to, I had to take a peek at this little card that's sitting on here. I can't believe you still have it. I do. Of course I would. When you finished writing your book? Yes. And that I, was me writing that little note like yeah, holy crap. I think you the, I think the first the first sentence goes you wrote a fucking book. It Exclamation says you wrote point. a fucking book. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so definitely an unpublished uh author. I am the author of Don't Judge This Book. And um Can I just can I just interrupt you? Yes. The <laughs> coolest way you started writing that book, we had gotten to an argument. Yes. Do people know that we we like dated at we, one point? We we dated at one point. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is probably the most important woman in my life, um, who isn't like still romantically involved with me. Can we say that? And I think us being that close kind of paved the way to my my new relationships and the communication in those relationships, and then making those relationships work. Like, regardless, because we're still two people who care the world about each other and still want to see each other do good, of course. right or wrong. Right. Very, right. very true. But yeah, so like this came from the fact that we had gotten into an argument and then we went out to dinner and we were talking about like therapy and feelings and emotions and like dealing with all that stuff. All those things I <laughs> didn't give a shit <laughs> all about. All those fun things. Right. Like, nobody likes to deal with them. But I was like, why don't you just maybe get a journal? Like if you're not going to go to therapy, just get a journal to write in. And then we left dinner, went to like Marshalls or TJ Maxx. You got a journal and then you started writing stuff like here and there. And then a couple of days later, you're like, so I started writing a book. Do you want to hear the first couple chapters? And right. I was like, what? And then how many chapters are in your book? I don't even know. Uh, 25. <clears throat> I, it's a 50,000 word piece. And it's it's extremely dear to me. It is my story from from what I remember from youth on. Uh, right up until me and you met, and and it's a very, it's more of an assessment than it is, like uh, all facts, yes, but it's from my my point of view. Mm -hmm. um, it's about my family, it's about myself, uh, how I grew up, uh, where I grew up, 
and how those things then affected me in my adult life, which I, I feel like if I were to give anybody advice and I hate giving advice, I hate advice. But if I'm going to give someone advice, it would be to write all that stuff down eventually. You know what I mean? When you get the inkling to do it. And most people, I believe Jim Rome said it, where most people get an inclination that they want to write a book. Even if it's just like, oh, I'm drunk one night. Uh, you know what? I've been through some shit. I want to write a book. Right. Most people have that, you know, that inclination that comes over them. And I feel like everybody should take the opportunity to sit down, put pen to paper. Absolutely. And, and put those thoughts and recollections. It helps. And those special memories, even the bad ones. Mm -hmm. I feel like more so the bad ones. Mm -hmm. I feel like that was very therapeutic for get me. It out. Before get I even out. made it to therapy, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but this will probably be the first... And, and probably the only episode where um, the hosting gig is going to be given to you because, of course, my audience is, is going, who is this guy? What's up with him? And why does he have a podcast? Right. So ask me some shit. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, why do you have a podcast? <laughs> okay. So, so yeah, the, the biggest question of, of, of the podcast would be like, why? Oh, and the name. And the name, biggest of course. Biggest question. Biggest question. <laughs> so we'll start with the why first. And why was because I ran out of ideas. No, I'm just playing. No. Not because of that. But <laughs> the, why, lot, the why, the why, the why is I, I drew inspiration from a lot of other podcasts, um, H3 um, out of LA being one of my favorite ones that I listen to. Those those guys are hilarious. I love what they do. I love how they do it. Creatively, they are very culture oriented. You know, they are a big voice of a large group of people, you know. And um I I started thinking to myself like I'm I'm not this huge figure in my own city, but um, through life experience and things that I've I've been through right here, um, I, I feel like I can not only inspire, but get people to aspire to do what it is that they're passionate about and what it is that they um, um, love and enjoy. And I can attest fully to the fact that you've, since we've known each other, have been striving to be your best self. Right. Um, and just despite all of your ideas that you've had yeah. and then kind of them failing because they, they did, they failed. And then you kept going and kept pushing. Horrible ideas. So like, <laughs> you know. Um, what have I been in the time that we've known each other? Can I, can I say? Go ahead. No, no, absolutely. Um, you've been an asshole. No, <laughs> no, sometimes, <laughs> but I love you. And no, you're not always an asshole. Um, no, you, you've, you worked in a lot of kitchens and you hated it. Like you absolutely hated it. You always talked about how you were working for somebody who had more money than you. And like, it wasn't, it just wasn't your thing. And right. that's probably why it didn't work out, um, for that. And you had this thing once, um, with like these girls and like Snapchat and, it was a webcam thing, it and it was lucrative. It was a webcam Listen, thing. I wanted to very... be. I was inspired by Hugh Hefner, that... and I thought, you know what, oh, this can be a lane that I can up. fit in. You know what I mean? I'm glad you didn't fit in, and that was a rough period for me, as you know, because I was like, yeah, I'm so supportive. I'm that cool, <laughs> super supportive girlfriend, and I just was like eating, dying on the inside. Um, 
No, but um, I was and, also a rapper for a little oh, bit. Oh yeah, so I mean, you're you're great with words. Like you come up with the most random stuff. Like I still to this day get text messages from you that are just like rants, bars, rhyme, and then I'm like <laughs> bars. I never started saying that. You started saying that, but I kind of had to go along with it. But yeah, no, like very um very creative. So it's sick that not only did you put that into writing, but now you're putting it into like vocalizing it and actually you know going to be interviewing people that you can talk with about just all of the things you know i, I think it's i think it's so cool <clears throat> and to to almost uh handpick people for these specific episodes that i wrote yeah that was probably the most fun about putting the podcast together itself where i didn't just go you know what i'm gonna put a bunch of my friends although there are some of my friends mm -hmm. but I feel like they they are specifically tied to me in 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 one way or another. Like job wise, or like not so much job wise, but like creatively. Okay. These are also fellow creatives. Because as you know, I'm not you know I'm not all that creative. You know I don't. You're have... oh come on, give yourself more credit than that, please. So give yourself a lot more. You put that outfit together. <laughs> that takes some creativity, girl. Thanks. Thanks, but no, really, like. My my job has to take some type of creativity. As a social worker, I have to, you know, work my way through dealing with people and working with people. And as you know, my previous job was a lot more creative where I had to get the people that I was working with more involved and taking care of themselves and their lives and stuff like that. And now my current job kind of is a step back from that. So it's really cool to see that you want to put your voice and your like activism out there to help and support people which you have been you've texted me recently about how you're at the one of the homeless shelters in rochester absolutely helping people out probably one of the most fulfilling things i've done besides this now but that extremely close to my heart where i spent some time homeless myself and and i what i remember the most about the experience was how how bad it was and i'm somebody who i i've been to jail before and my homeless experience was far worse than my jail experience mm. jail i knew i was being punished i knew why i was there uh homeless being in a in a shelter almost felt like it was supposed to springboard me to be back in society and and be you know a regular human being again and just the looks on those people's faces in in a place like that it always brought me down further than what I was already at. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if that makes sense. Yeah. I think um I think being there now kind of awards me this ability to give back and and to raise awareness about a, a growing problem in our own city that we sometimes go, you know what, that has nothing to deal with. Me. You've always been like that though. Yeah. Like as selfish, because you definitely can be selfish, but as selfish yes. as you are, you're super selfless. Like yes. to go consistently to a place where really nobody wants to be and even the people that are there eating and right. getting shelter, you know, it that's that's huge. I mean, and I'm I'm a little envious of you because like, you know, I was out in the community a bunch and now I'm not. And I could totally I could totally do all of those things, but you on a probably daily basis go and support people to just put a smile on their faces and yeah. you know work and help as much as you can so that's that's pretty awesome much power and smiles so yeah i um again uh i i have a biblical name that means actually like by definition to help so i feel like i'm living out a a true purpose in in everything i'm doing now because i'm essentially giving 
everybody that comes on the show with me a platform to tell their story, how they want to tell it. And then hopefully, you know, uh, within our audience, there'll be listeners who take pieces of it, you know, and apply it to their own lives if they can, you know, take something positive away from it. You know, mm-hmm. anything's possible. Um, Donald Trump's president. I'm pretty sure I could say that and not and not be like a thing. I don't know. But that just proves anything's po- that's a positive yeah. for me. Well, for for me, anything's possible. I mean, when I met you, you certainly weren't thinking of doing something like this. Not at all. And I was about 30 pounds lighter too. <laughs> that yes. that too. <laughs> you know. Yes. Yes. I'm originally from uh, Yuma, Arizona, which a lot of people don't know. I am. I got West Coast West Coast blood in me, and um. Uh, I grew up in a military house at first. Mm-hmm. My father kind of got into the religious thing while he was there. Um, I have two brothers and a sister and a mom who still live in this city. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like I, I spent the majority of time of my upbringing in Rochester, New York. Mm-hmm. It's a great city. It's a very talented city. We have so much talent in the city of Rochester. We do. That I think sometimes we're kind of overcrowded with the talent. And then we we kind of don't, don't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I feel like even, even doing this now as podcasting is growing, it's a growing field. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, there's over a million and a half different podcasts now. So it is a new found form of entertainment, you know, communication. Um, it's having a conversation with a very large group of people without having a very large group of people present. Right. You know, so um, I, I feel like this is going to be good. This is going to allow people to get to know exactly who I am, why I am that way, and then kind of take that as a way of assessing themselves and their own situations. I'm a very grateful dude. Mm-hmm. I'm not supposed to be here. We'll get into that. Mm-hmm. But I'm a very, very grateful dude. And um, it, translate into, it translates into how it is I live my life now. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. No, I, I think that's pretty, pretty, accurate. pretty accurate. You know, this is, this is one thing that I definitely feel good about as opposed to the other things. As opposed to having, <laughs> yeah, as opposed to, yeah, those all other, the other things. Those other ideas. Did you know what a trap house was before you met me? Oh God, no, no! I heard it in a song. Do you? <laughs> I heard it. I heard it in that one song. Do I don't you know remember? Who sings it. Do Migos, you remember maybe? doing your like social worker work in the trap house with me? No, I don't. I don't remember that at all. Oh, what a time <laughs> to be alive! Uh yeah, no, you know? I didn't know what a trap house was. I again, supportive girlfriend. You're super cultured. I dig it. Supportive, supportive girlfriend, you know, trying to be, trying to be, you know, there for you, which I think I, I think I was, you know, but I'm glad that like you've taken this time to kind of find your niche. My niche, my niche. Now, now here's what people are going to get curious about, right? People are going to get curious about, okay, what's happening here? These are two, two X's, essentially two X's. And here we are, pardon me, and here we are getting along, you know, having this conversation. You're involved in my work now. So people are going to kind of be like, what's the angle? What the fuck is going on? You know what I mean? Right. And what we want to encourage, and I feel like we talked about this at the cafe, you know, some days ago when we kind of went over, you know, the episode itself. These good relationships that don't turn out one way can be good 
in another capacity. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of our job to take risks like that. Right. You know what I mean? If you're not going to do it, you end up missing out on on great people that can essentially propel you forward, as you've done for me. I feel like you're by far one of my biggest supporters. You know, not my only supporter. I won't I won't slight other people who have really been, yeah, you know, course. you could do it. No, you could do it. You could do it. You should do it. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. People have been telling me for six months straight, you know, that they can't wait on it. And now here we are, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's more than a little surreal. But I think. Yeah. um. No, I mean, like, we'll we'll always be tight. And, like, when we first met, you talked about gravitational pull. That was, like, that was like the the first time I'd ever heard that before. And I was like, what is this dude talking about? Like, I had gravitational crazy pull. game, bro. Yeah, crazy yeah. now I realize game. that. Here I was, crazy like, oh, game, he's gravitationally bro. pulled to me. <laughs> or whatever. But, yeah. And, but, no, like. In reality, for the like, audience, wait a minute. For the audience, you wanted to make love to me the moment <laughs> not, you saw oh me. Oh my god, this is a forever fight between us. The day, well, a couple days after we met, we hung out and we smoked some weed, and I get weird, and I was high, and like I was weird. <laughs> and our friend whose house we were at, who, which was also your house, he has a dog, and I always knew him to have a dog. The dog wasn't there that night. Let me just point that out. But I didn't know that, and I thought the dog was there. So I'm like tapping my foot on this like dog, quote unquote dog, because there's nobody can see us. Right. And um, I'm thinking it's the dog, and it was your foot. And I was like, I was like flirting with you with my foot, and you were like, "This I girl's totally it. gonna smash." I knew it. And that's such a tender move, dude. Oh my god, I such did meet you on Tinder first to, of all. <laughs> such a tender move to see somebody for the first time and be immediately tapping their knee, oh my god. and then not be related to, "Hey, I want a bone." I did not, I did not know that it was your knee, but yeah, no, that was funny. So good times. It was good, but yeah, no, like that. You asked me that was. I feel like when we first met. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like um. We might have grown apart the second I I really couldn't lock in on on what it is that I wanted to do. I feel like yeah, I was, was too flip-floppy. That was frustrating for me. To be in a relationship. I feel like, yeah. and to be honest, any any person, you know, male or female, depending upon what, you know, you're into, your counterpart shouldn't want to be okay with that. You know, you should want your counterpart to be as solidified and what it is that they want you know as as you are or may not be because then you figure it out together i feel like you were trying to figure things out for me while i was not comfortable with figuring things out for myself right a lot of my emotional issues came from you know my upbringing and and seeing i i I don't recall seeing any good relationships as a young man Mm -hmm. like they were all kind of just they were what they were you know, my mom and my dad didn't really communicate well, you know, to say the least. That's putting it mildly, but they didn't communicate very well. And then when they did communicate, it was usually who can yell louder than the other person. Right. Which, like, I feel like when you're that young and that's what you constantly and consistently see, it's just what you know. Mm-hmm. So then when you find yourself in then, you know, relationships, uh, especially as a young young adult, it just translates yeah you know you you deal and your your coping skills are kind of just what you saw yeah uh uh what's it called i should know this i'm a psych major 
I'll think of it. But yeah, no, you it's your condition. Condition, your condition. Were to, your parents like that? They they fought not probably as much as yours as I know what you from what you've told me, but when they did fight, it like it made my stomach turn. To this day, if I hear people fighting, I'm twenty eight years old, if I hear people fighting, I'm like, oh and my like I just don't like it. But at the same time, that kind of yelling over each other, like we've been in arguments like that. Like you're like yelling over each other and like you you wanna be the last one saying something and you wanna be the one that's right and it's just I'm a guy. I want to win. I don't. I don't care girls, about who's louder girls or who's. Win too. There are times where I've won arguments Girl by power. going into the bathroom, <laughs> saying it under my breath, <laughs> and boom, argument won. Yeah, sure. You know, you think. I I think we genuinely cross paths for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know, we um we might have. I think you've said it before. We might have been married in a past life. Or just known you know, each other, or in the past or life. just known each other, because by by design, I think um, it, it it took you and meeting you and having that relationship that we had, you know, to right. for me to be like, this is totally possible for me. I can land a great woman, an educated woman, you know, somebody who's as intelligent as I think I am. But you're intelligent. I really wanted. I really wanted some of those things that you then showed me, mm-hmm. and I'll be forever grateful for that. You know, for anybody in my life after, they'd have to be totally okay with us still spending nights together. Just kidding, right. but still, <laughs> I um, I appreciate you. That makes me you. think of a story. I appreciate you. Give it to me, because if I'm gonna laugh, I want it. It was like. I don't know when it was, but it was a while ago. Probably like a couple, maybe like a year into us dating. And she was straight. We were being, because if it's a while ago, you might be a little. No, uh, no, no. Uh, I know the story because it 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 haunts me in my dreams. So I, we were of course practicing safe sex. I was like, as I just bought some condoms. Which ones did you get? Did you get the right size? Like you know, I got you got to get the right size. I'm like, yeah, I got the ribbed kind, and I'm like, they're ribbed. For like your spot and my spot, it'll be great. And do you remember what you said to me? You said, you said, <laughs> so are you gonna blow me till I finish? And I was defeated. I was like, bro, like condoms. And you were like, you yeah, selfish son of a bitch. Bastard. Um, my other thought that I had that I don't wanna forget, because I'm a, a little bit forgetful, is, um, you were talking about like us knowing each other in a past life and I have this thing with half birthdays where it's like, you know, like the yin and the yang. Like my half birthday is your birthday and your half birthday is my birthday. So like twelve oh four, like is that yeah. Is that related? It's yes, I guess you can say that, yes. Okay. But while you sure. brought me back to it, um I had to bring you back because you didn't answer my question. Twelve oh four. Let's get that out of the way. Twelve oh four, the podcast. Again, I um it goes directly into my my upbringing. The young man you see on the screen, cutie, um, never celebrated a birthday. I I don't. If you find a Insane. picture, I'll give you a thousand dollars if you can find a picture of me. <laughs> Contact my mom if you can find a picture of me with birthday cake, presents, or anything of the sort. You won a thousand dollars. But besides that, um, I never celebrated a birthday. I never celebrated any holidays growing up. It's just the it was the nature of the beast that was growing up a Jehovah's Witness. And for me, I, I I really get excited about this being a gift, this show being a gift that I then am going to just give away 
to you know our potential listeners and and fans that have already grown a, a small little fan base that'll just continue to grow. So this will always be, and we're gonna find so many different ways to do and give away cool shit on these on these shows. Um, but that's what the twelve oh four means. The twelve oh four is my birthday, but it is for all of us to then celebrate. Now it is for the people by the people. And as the show grows, I'll I'll take emails, phone calls, text messages, however it is you want to reach out to me. I'm somebody you can touch. You can come find me in Wegmans. I don't care about this Corona shit. Oh my god! You will find me in Wegmans. You know, you can shake my hand eventually. You can shake my hand eventually. <laughs> and you know, I want to be that kind of a public figure that you can. You know, what I'm saying I'm I'm totally accessible. Uh, I want to be able to to give out thoughts and feelings. I won't use the word advice because I don't have any for anybody. Um, but I will be that kind of, um, someone you can lean on, uh, a real person, you know, while people are out here supporting Quavo and the Migos, we should take the time to really support our local artists who are doing spectacular things. I'm sitting in this studio that my producer built in, in probably less than two weeks. And we're talking That's about awesome. a, we're talking about a job and a half. Like we're not mm -hmm. talking a small feat here. So there are there are people to be celebrated within your own community, even in your own families and your own group of friends. You know, take the time out and really support these people. It goes a long way. And um and yeah, like we we find ourselves here and now when we were talking about this, you know, last year when it was just an idea. Right. It's awesome. It's so it's like you said, surreal. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so it's, cool it's, to be it's here. It's really, really awesome. It's a cool thing. Yeah. I think um the further we get into the episodes, the more and more people will get uh, a clearer picture of who Ezra is, uh, why it is I am the way I am, why I believe in the things I believe in. Uh, going back to you know my volunteer work at the House of Mercy, shout out to the House of Mercy. Um, we I find heard ourselves that they're, clo that they're closed. Yeah, um, along with every other place now, because yeah. I didn't want to get too much, and we talked about this <laughs> before we came here. Uh, we FaceTimed and we were talking about, you know, potentially doing like a, a be well. And we do want everybody to be well. That's safety first. Yeah. But like the 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 media hysteria that has gone on with this whole coronavirus thing and businesses being shut down and, and people losing it's wages. It's going to affect a lot of people. It it's is going really to trickle sad. down in such a bad way it's and really it's going to get a lot worse before it gets a lot better. Mm -hmm. But um, what a what a crucial time, right, in the world to come together, mm -hmm. you know, to care about one another, to really find that side of yourself that may not have been, you know, active as of now. We've had a crazy year thus far, if you think about it. I was on the phone with one of my friends earlier who was like, bro, this year started off so good. It did. You know, and then and then, and just... and then Kobe passed. And it felt like the wheels came off of a train. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's an election year. So there's just it, the, the rest of the year is going to be pretty um, climactic. Mm -hmm. You know, there's going to be a lot of stuff, different stuff going on and a lot of things happening that we should know about, that we should care about. Um, this being one of them, my new podcast <laughs> on the Rock Podcast Network. We all Network. have extra time to listen we to you. We all have that <laughs> extra moment wait. in time now <laughs> to take the time out, hit the follow button, and yeah. and listen to some some real people talk about real things. So, uh, yeah, twelve oh four is definitely is definitely my birthday. It's also Jay Z's birthday. 
Super oh. Sagittarius. Okay. Super Sagittarius. I forget what you are. Your birthday is June 4th, right? Gemini. What is that? It is. That's a Gemini. Gemini. I hope my Geminis are listening. Me too. And I hope they become fans. Because I don't even know if those signs really like them. I'll have to look that up. Yeah, I got an app. If there are th- <laughs> <laughs> There's an app for everything. I've got one. There truly is. <laughs> I was actually uh, listening to this like Gemini podcast the other day, and it was very like calming and soothing and... But, you know, they say a lot of general stuff, and but a lot of stuff they say, you're kind of like, yeah, I am having that kind of day or week It, it always or happens month. like that. I'll go, <laughs> I'll go get my coffee in the morning after I work out, and I'll look at the little, they have, a, at Wegmans, they have a little board oh, yeah, where, yeah, yeah. where the like horoscopes are. Like they put the are. newspaper one up. I'll stand there reading it, being an asshole while somebody's trying to like get past me in line, and I'm just reading my horoscope, and I'm like, there it is. <laughs> there it is. I am doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm living out my truth hey, because that's... this newspaper clipping says so. <laughs> right. It's so empowering. It is. You know? Yeah. I feel like by design, uh, if you pay it close, en- close enough attention to those kind of things, you'll get something out of it. You know? And I'm not saying yeah. it's all true. No, but even if it's just like a motivator for the day and you're kind of just like, you know... You're just like, yeah, I got this. Rule the day, seize the day, whatever. <laughs> Absolutely. I um, again, I appreciate you being on. I appreciate this, you having me. This is super cool. And considering the the crazy times we live in, uh, people are gonna need stuff like this to um to feel good about, you know, sure. to look forward to. I mm-hmm. uh, I pride myself on giving everyone that I'm around something to look forward to the next time they see me, uh, whether it be a smile, whether it be a exchanging pleasantries you know we do arts and crafts at the shelter now you know we do haircut day we do a lot of things that they could look forward to yeah yeah (laughs) i've put that in place myself shut up no honestly but yes that's so um, cool the podcast is here um 1204 was years in the making to be honest and i'm i'm so glad you know that you decided to be a part of this this is huge i'm super proud of you um uh, we have nine more episodes that we're gonna be we're gonna be doing ten episode seasons. So please look out for them. Hit the follow button. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Diacola Poppy, and twelve oh four dot the podcast on Instagram as well. When does the first episode? Uh, the first episode will be released this Thursday, twelve oh four. Look out for it. Okay. Um, my next episode up will be with. A very, very special guest. Not going to name him. You'll see him and find out. But yeah, I appreciate your time. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Thank you so much. No problem.